Those of this show are not experts. All information discussed and debated on the show is publicly available, and the opinions of the hosts are not fact. We apologize for any offense you may take and discourage any message of hate, violence, and discrimination, but such messages may be repeated from reportedly original sources for purposes of debate and discussion. We encourage your involvement in the discussion, but do not support any similar aforementioned message. You're listening to American Minutes. We are back on the clock for the first time in a long time. I, of course, am Will Tarashuk. This is the American Minutes Podcast, and I am joined again by my best friend in the world, Mr. Nash Moore. Nash, how are you? I feel feel great. I feel rested. Yeah, I definitely definitely feel better. Uh, We we picked a hell of a time to take a a little unannounced hiatus, to be honest. We weren't planning to do our hiatus. Uh, So I guess a little bit of... um, a little bit of updates from what, what's been going on with us. So last month, you know, we did our live show. I don't even remember what we talked about, quite honestly. I could take a look down on my notes. Um, oh, yeah, diversity in pilots. That's the last time we talked about that. That feels like a wow. year ago. Uh, the Intel speech filter that also feels like a year ago. Uh, and the Derek Chauvin trial that also feels like a year ago. That's just how crazy a news cycle has been. But uh, since then, me and Nash were ready to record the following week. We had a good show lined up. Um... But unfortunately, my, my mixer broke. Uh, the mixer I used to go live, I had a problem with the power adapter uh, internally. It wouldn't turn on. It was loose and pretty much broke. So I, I, I put, brought it back into road on warranty. I get it back tomorrow or Wednesday. And in the meantime, I'm using an old mixer um, that I, that Jared, of course, lost the fucking power cables for. So it took a month for those to come in as well. So... Nash, here we are. Um, how's, how's how's this time how's this time off been for you? Because it was a blessing in disguise for me. It was it was healing. Um, we were just talking about a little bit before the show. Like, I was telling my girlfriend how just like reading these stories so often and just hearing about how gone to shit everybody is it 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 really it really is draining (laughs) because it's like ever since i started doing this it's like more and more people that i talk to or hang out with they always just like send me links so it's like i'm not even being super active about it when i'm not trying to be and i'm still just like seeing this stuff all the time everywhere yeah it's much more relaxing to just like scroll through instagram and see like total frat moves snarky comment on something (laughs) yes no for sure i mean for me you know i i i I do my basic research on uh, i get i get these news stories mainly from the filter franco show um youtube special youtube series i mean um He'll do these stories and he links down to like his I guess I guess his spinoff blog called Rogue Rocket, uh, breaking out a news story and then they link to their news sources from a bunch of various different places. That's how I typically find my news. That's how I typically find the stories for this show. Um, and then as well, you know, I listen to a bunch of YouTube channels, Kyle Klinsky, Jimmy Dore Show. I've started getting into Rising, uh, Stephen Crowder when he's not banned. Um, <laughs> and it's just like I found myself just going down the rabbit hole of just constantly watching these videos, constantly doing research, constantly being, it's hearing this depressing news, Biden this, Biden that, Israel, Palestine, you know, the George Floyd riots, BLM, cops, everything. It was just like, oh my, my head was about to explode. And I was, Nash, actually, you know what? I was very close to starting to like 
comments and like prove me wrong on Insta, like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever, with something I never do on purpose. Yeah. And it was that I was like, all right, I I I need I need to step back, reevaluate, and like really not let this podcast that X amount of people listen to really control and dominate my life because I do I do have a headset. I could have we could have continued the show. Um, and I could have said I didn't want to do it because I didn't want to take away from the quality, which to a point is true. This is the first time I'm using this microphone in a month, but I did continue my wrestling podcast on my headset. So that's fun, it's easy, and I like to do it. But this one is just like I needed some time off. I had to cut back how much I actually watch on YouTube, how much I actually do, and really kind of take the anger from want to punch Dr. Fauci in the face and just kind of let it subside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're not talking about the dog, right? No, Doctor. Fa- you know the, the Doctor Fauci. Uh, I'm sure we're going to talk about him, but you know we are back. So this episode is kind of be a little off the cuff. You know, typically our format is, you know, we do a lot of research, we point to news stories and react to them. Like literally half of the show is just me reading news stories. I should say maybe 30 percent of the show is me reading news stories and reacting to them. This one is just kind of bullet point a list of things we missed. Um. And was kind of go off the cuff from what I remember or what Nash remembers reading and kind of going off the cuff. Yeah. So remember, the show is very, very highly opinionated. Um, there's going to be a lot of saying, fact check me in the show. So buckle up and let's get into it, Nash. You ready with the new CDC guidelines um, on, on, on mask wearing and the government slash the private sector's reaction to them. So the CDC said out of nowhere, just out of the blue – this you could you can if you're fully vaccinated you no longer have to wear masks indoors or outdoors. Now, this is good news, or it's supposed to be good news, is it not? It it sounds like sort of news that makes sense. Like, wasn't is this not the whole point of the vaccine? Like, is this not the news we have been waiting for for fourteen months? Yeah. And and now exactly. and now that it's here, people don't want it. And by people, I mean mostly liberals. I was really, yeah. Oh, they don't want the the restrictions lifted. No, yeah, so yeah, but, yeah. so before the CDC made it like part of their guidelines, you know, the DC mayor, Washington DC mayor, said, "Hey, starting this date, we are lifting mask mandates," and the people of DC were so angry. They forced her, the the mayor that is, to put the mandate back in place. Which, oh god, oh god. To which I say, you want those people to be a state? Ah, <laughs> uh, oh lord. They they like no no no. Take my rights away. Put it back in the plate. Put the mandate back. What like what's the whole point of it? Yeah, you know, vaccine hesitancy. It's something we didn't really touch upon either. Now, what? Now, don't get me wrong. I I got my first shot. I didn't want it. I still don't want it. I do not want the vaccine. But I cannot. I, why I got it is I couldn't think of a logical reason not to get it. Like yeah. this, 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 this. I don't want to get it. To me personally, is not a good enough reason not to get the vaccine. So I said, stop. I told myself, stop being a fucking moron. And just go get it. So I got, I went and got, I got my second one in a few weeks. But now people saying don't trust the science doesn't work. You know, like the fear, the microchips, the Bill Gates, all of that. Yes, that that causes vaccine hesitancy. That's bad. 
I have no doubt in my mind the vaccine is completely, fully safe. But also, the people who get the vaccine and are still on social media saying, we still need mandates, I'm still wearing my mask, this is still a danger, that causes just as much vaccine hesitancy, in my opinion. Uh, I think it definitely does. It, it really, it like divides people. Yeah. A lot. And I, I've got, I, I think I got two quick things. One of them I 100% saw on Instagram. Um, it was, it was a really funny meme. It was how to spot a liberal. And it was a guy swimming alone in a pool with a mask on. <laughs> <laughs> No, Nash, deadass, deadass. Me, me and my, me and my girlfriend went when, 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 when on a picnic in the park yesterday, Central Park. It was adorable. It was so cute. Um, but we, we uh, pics. Uh, I'll, I'll send you some pics. Actually, we didn't take any pics. Fuck them. Um, good. Don't send them to me anyway. But we, 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 we found this little spot like by a lake. Um, and we found this little nook and cranny, and people were rowing on the lake. And this couple were both wearing masks on a rowboat in the middle of a lake. Uh, uh, uh. See, I'm not an anti-masker, but it's like no, I'm not either. I, I think I think it's hilarious. I remember actually during the uh, during it a few months into this whole thing, I went canoeing. No, I went kayaking. Different, different water vessels. Very different. And I wore a mask like when I got in line, when I rented it, you know, signed all the stuff. But when I was on the water and I wasn't near people, I took it off because what's the point? <laughs> what's, exactly. What's the point? Now, now here's here's the thing with 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 that woman on that boat. If you want to wear the mask, fine. I I literally do not care. If you want to wear that mask, go for it. It's no harm to me, no harm to you. If 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 a store lifts their mandates and says no longer have to wear a mask and you still wear a mask, fine. Do not care, personally. Has no effect on me. But on the flip side, you shouldn't bitch at me if I don't wear a mask. Like, it's, it's, we've gone to the point where personal choices and personal freedoms and make up your own goddamn mind, we're here. We made it. Yeah. Yeah, no, especially especially right now. We're at a point where Oh god, now I've got three things. Oh, yeah, before I forget. So the other thing, I don't think I saw it on Instagram. I very well could have. I'm fairly certain I saw it like in one of my news things pop up was that um since it was Michigan did the lottery ticket vaccine thing. Oh, it was Ohio. Ohio. Ohio, five since... five million dollars. Since they did that, their vaccine their vaccination rates went up thirty percent. Skyrocketed. <laughs> and here's the thing too, Nash. A lot of a lot a lot of people I saw online, a lot of liberals were shitting on this idea. It's like okay, yeah, I, okay, okay. You you can you can argue it's a waste of taxpayer money. I'll, I would argue it's a great way to spend taxpayer money because it came from COVID relief bill. It, it came from the COVID relief. So. At least it's I say it's a good thing because at it, least it we from know the thing that was designed to do. Yes. Wait, wait, wait a minute. And people are like, oh, why don't you just give everyone a hundred dollars? This is a government agency we're talking about, Daffy. They can't be doing something that they're supposed to. It's like, but, <laughs> but anyone, anyone who says this was a bad idea and it shouldn't happen. What do you want 
And I ask this question to like, liberals a lot. What do you want? They don't know. They have no idea. Because what is your goal? Is your goal to get as many people vaccinated? Who the fuck cares how they do it? Ohio did it. It worked. That's good news. Celebrate good news. The CDC changed their guidelines. That's good news. Celebrate good news. But on the flip side, Nash, I I have been very critical of the CDC since the beginning that they really – I don't think they really knew what they were doing. They got a lot of things wrong. They kept making their you know, flip-flop Fauci. So if you doubt the CDC for, for the mask mandates, that's okay. In fact, you should. I think I think if you think that the, the mask mandate was just a, out of nowhere, out of the blue, it's because it was. Like yeah. literally two days before, they were saying, no, it's not going to happen yet. Then two days later, oh, here you go. So – yeah. They really have no explanation. I really don't think they really know what they're doing for the most part with this pandemic. Uh, and the experts aren't really that much of experts. But on the flip side, you know, states, California, New York, sir, plenty of states have been writing laws and guidelines based on the CDD and the World Health Organization. And as soon as they make this guideline, Gavin Newsom in Florida said, you know what? Fuck the CDC. We're keeping our mask mandate until June 15th. And I just go... I thought you were the people who treated the science like a fucking deity. <laughs> so I, 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 I'm not, I'm not like get Newsom. You, 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 you are the governor. You can do that. The, the fact that he's extending it isn't the isn't what I'm mad about. What I'm mad about is what changed your mind? Because six months ago, a month ago. If you were against CDC guidelines, you were kicked off Twitter. You were kicked off YouTube. You were kicked off Facebook. You were not allowed to be in the public discourse. Now it's okay to question the CDC guidelines? Is Gavin Newsom going to get kicked off of Twitter? Is all the liberals who want to keep their masks on against CDC guidelines, are they going to get a strike? Are they going to get pulled off YouTube? No. No. So what changed? I don't know. I mean, it's just just the highest bidder, probably. That's it's it's it, if if it's convenient for me, I'll go along with it. It's like it's, that's it, it's a dangerous thing in places like that, just because there is like if you're inside looking at it, you don't notice it. If you're outside looking in, it's very easy to see that it's like a constant push of, okay, what will you accept bit by bit? What will you accept little by little? It's kind of like there's this thing that a lot of restaurants do, like big, big chains, like uh, uh, like McDonald's especially, probably the biggest victim of it. A lot of restaurants do it, though. It's like they have a set, like, item, like uh, a Big Mac, right? Mm-hmm. The Big Mac, since its creation, has been reduced like 15% in size gradually over time. Hmm. But the price for it has constantly increased. And see, nobody's going to, you know, bark and scream over that because, I mean, it's a shitty cheap hamburger, so nobody really cares. But it's like that's the kind of thing that you see like with laws in places like that. Or it's just sort of how much will they accept right now? Can we push this? Yes, we can. Yeah. And... It gets to be astronomical. It's it's like very egregious, and there because there are a lot of places that just the exact opposite. You know, they're fundamental. This is this is our base. 
that's it. That's all we want from the government. That's all they do. And they remain pretty consistent. They're typically Republican. Yeah, like I've 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 been just having conversations with people um, this about liberals and how they just don't know what they want, and they 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 keep like being hypocrites to themselves. And like they, when they when they when they try and do good, they're really calling causing more harm. Yeah, and that's that that's the quickest way to get me off of a topic is just like this is a good cause. It's like no. No, you can't just say it's a good cause because it, it probably isn't and it might be in theory, but it almost never is in practice if a government's doing. Yeah. Doing it. Yeah. Like the EPA founded by Nixon, a horrible horrible organization. <laughs> they it's just it's just an excuse for the government to seize stuff. Yeah. <laughs> It's like he literally Nixon literally created it to appease the hippies. <laughs> and guess, Nixon, if you don't know, wasn't the most upright of characters. He also didn't like hippies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's just like it's it's very hard, and I totally understand that. It's very hard to look at it from the inside out. But standing on the outside, it, it, it's it, it's a lot easier. Yeah, I think. And like I, I'm very, I mainly attribute this because I've lived in Tennessee for most of my life. But for roughly the last six years, I've lived in either New Jersey or New York. And so I've seen both of them from the outside, and I totally get, you know, some of the flaws, more flaws than I saw before. But uh, it's in Tennessee, not a lot changes that often because nobody really wants things to change. <laughs> don't take away my guns. <laughs> don't fuck with my taxes. That's a direct quote. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't want taxes changed, and anybody that tries to change taxes gets ousted. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, see, that's just a thing that, like, people really need to consider because I justify this. Like, I'm not angry at all um, when laws like this are put in place in a state just because th that's how they're supposed to work. You live in that state. You have made an agreement for that person to represent you. So you have agreed to the laws that they set forth, that they pass. That is your agreement. I'm in no better shoes to say you're wrong because i you know it's not it's you know not my uh i don't have a dog in that fight that's that's your choice that's the point of the country is to be able to make your own laws yeah which is why i'm, I'm a big proponent of states rights yeah which everybody should i mean is it gonna end well probably not yeah, this, 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 this I mean, but, for California know, I in particular. I agree with your right to do it. <laughs> yeah, for California in particular, it's not going to be great for the economy because things are still halting, opening up. You know, it's, it's just, it's, I don't think it's a good move personally. But I'm like, again, I'm not even mad that he made the law either. I think he's a moron. He's a, he's stupid for doing it. But I'm not going to, I'm not going to critique him for making the law. I'm critiquing him for being so gung ho about following the CDC. And then just on a dime, it's been like, no. Yeah. 
It's like I can't tell you how many stores I walk into and the, the signs they put up and say, per CDC guidelines, we require all masks. And those, those signs are still up everywhere. Um, yeah. And I'm, I'm not mad at the store either. Like, listen, the store, private sector, if they want the mandate, like I went to I went to the supermarket the other day. I was like, maybe this maybe will be taken down. It's not. All right, fine. I'll still wear the mask. That's fine. I'm not going to go in and say, oh, the CDC says this. I don't have to. I'm vaccinated. I don't have to have to. No, I'm just gonna be like, okay, you're the private sector. I can, oh, I can shop somewhere else. Right? Like, yeah. I think over time it'll, it'll, it'll go away. But this is the attitude we should have had from the beginning. And like when someone like DeSantis or the guy in Texas, they opened up a few months ago and their cases were the lowest since they opened. They just kept going down. Yeah. And, and, you know, the mainstream media and um, a bunch of people just dunking on them, saying how irresponsible it is, how terrible it is, these red states, red states this, red states that, CC guidelines. And now you're not going to see that with the blue states. You're just, you're just not going to see it. Maybe on Fox News. Yeah. But, but that really can't be taken seriously either because it's fucking Fox News. So that's our opening story with the masks. Uh, let's go over to unemployment. So Nash, uh, the, yeah. I think two or three weeks ago, the unemployed the unemployment numbers for April were released, and they were projected like over a million jobs. You can fact check me on that. Like a million jobs to be quote unquote created, and by created I mean given back because things are opening again. These jobs weren't created, by the way; they were just given back from what they were lost originally. Um, but that like, the actual report was in between two and four hundred thousand, so it severely underperformed. So the people are questioning. Yeah, you know, like I see, I see help wanted signs everywhere in Hoboken. I see them all over the place. Um, why aren't people going back to work? And there's multiple reasons for this that I'm seeing, and I think all of them are partially right. You know, you can do with the stimulus checks. You know, some people are better off. You know, you can do the unemployment benefits, where they get three hundred dollars a week plus their state's unemployment, which probably, most likely, if not definitely, pays more than what you'd be getting at the, the jobs that need help. Um, yeah. You also have the fact that people just do not want to go back to those jobs because after a year of being an essential worker and it's getting commercials for you, but not actual pay raise or benefits or anything, you say, fuck this. I'll take my chances and find something else. You know, you have parents who whose kids still aren't in, who aren't in school yet and summer's coming. They don't have time to go work these jobs. You know, I think all of those are correct um, in their own way. But personally, I think this is the best thing that could happen for Americans right now. Because, listen, this is this literally is the free market working. This is the free market at its finest. Am I wrong or you disagree? You're totally wrong. How am I wrong? Go ahead. This causes inflation. I mean, of course it causes inflation. Don't get me wrong. This is definitely inflation. Like, egregiously. I mean, like, horrifically. I mean, let's, we, 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 you, are, you are correct. You are correct, Nash. This is inflation because Americans are having all this money printed from the government, given to them, but America isn't producing stuff. We are getting stuff. We are, imp we are importing, not exporting. Well, the, the vast majority, like the incredibly vast majority of it is people would just rather get money 
even if it isn't the same, even if it's less or the same as to what they're getting paid, they would just rather do that and not work. Mm-hmm. And so nothing is be if just not as much is being made. So you don't actually have a real economy. You've just got a big a big old money, bubble money getting printed. And yeah. so that you know without that, the more help wanted signs you see, the the worse off it is. Especially when you're paying people not to do anything. But here's the thing, Nash. Like those those jobs just don't they don't pay enough. Honestly, this problem really would be solved if they just increased wages. And we and we see we see people doing that. Different employees like McDonald's, Walmart, uh, I think Chipotle. You know they are increasing their wages. Now there was a whole push for the fifteen dollar minimum wage. You know that, that Joe Biden ran on. Um, that that was just skipped over in stimulus bills. Now, this wouldn't have happened if that bill passed or if a $15 minimum wage was a thing. The people are forcing the hands of the private sector to incentivize them to go back to work. That is a good thing in my opinion. I mean, they're not really. They're not. Because you can just not work and get paid. The longer you have people still getting paid to not do anything the worse it gets because guess what some places if you put a 15 dollars minimum wage a lot of businesses would close completely depends on the business a lot of them ambiguous podcast solutions yeah it would um like the 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 family-owned deli down the block from me probably uh walmart now they'll be fine amazon they'll be fine uh, Chipotle, all these major chains, McDonald's, Burger King, they'll be fine. They can afford it. They've made okay. McDonald's made so, McDonald's made five billion dollars in profit last year. They the can, big corporations. Yeah, yeah, they can afford it. But the, the small. Uh, uh, okay, so you're fine with closing down all the small stores so that the big corporations can be the only ones where money is controlled. Well, Nash, if you want to ask my honest, if, <laughs> if, if you want to, if you want to ask my honest, honest opinion about the minimum wage. Uh, the federal government shouldn't mandate a minimum wage. There shouldn't be one at all. Yeah, they shouldn't. The minimum wage shouldn't exist because because when when like McDonald's McDonald's workers are on strike, and I shit you not, this is word for word what a spokesperson for McDonald's said and to the press. It's not our job to regulate wages. That's the government's job. So they're pretty much saying I'm, I was paraphrasing. Uh, that wasn't word for word. I was paraphrasing. Uh, but essentially, they're saying is you want a higher wage, make the government force our hand. Well, yeah, they're going to pay you as little as possible. Yeah, because it's a it's a major corporation. Yeah, because they save money off that. So, so if you ask my honest opinion, there shouldn't be a minimum wage. Period. There shouldn't be one. Well, I mean, I encourage something. <laughs> Some sort of minimum wage. No, because no, then the free market, the free market plays itself out. If you can't afford to pay people, you're not going to be a business. Yeah, but I mean, then you could get into like slave labor conditions. Well, no one would. It's okay. No one okay, would. No you, one, get a, you get a nickel for. Yeah, but weeks who of work. who would take that job? People that can't get another job. A nickel, Nash. You think someone would take a nickel for a job? I think if they had to, yeah. I don't. I, I don't. I don't think that at all. I think. I think people people would go into job interviews more confident with their with, with what they're worth, right? Or a job can be like, listen, um, if you are 
a a a a a cashier at a, at a stop and shop or a king supermarket, right? They can be like, listen, we pay this much for the job, and someone coming come in come in and say no or yes, and if they have a hard time hiring, they know what they have to do. They have to bump up wages. It real, I really oh. do. I really do think it's that simple. But the problem, but Nash, back to your point with the minimum with the gov, the free government money. This comes down to a philosophy of how you think, how you view people. Do you think people are generally, in general, do you think American people are lazy with the free handout, or do you think they actually want to work and do something meaningful? I mean, I, that's not an American thing. That's just a human nature thing, and it's always if they're going to get something for nothing, they're going to do nothing. Always, literally always. If they're getting more, yeah. This is this is what communism was. Not more, not more, because if you Daffy, if you put in the hours of work to compensation ratio, zero for 300 is better than one for 300. It's actually better than one for 700 because it's zero. <laughs> you don't have to do anything. So you support all the red states cutting unemployment benefits? I support them cutting them because of COVID, without a doubt. Because they encourage people to not work, no matter what. No matter what, they encourage people not to work. Because even if you, you you're not if you're not having to doing anything and still getting paid, you're going to take that money and do something else with it. But they're forcing people to go back to jobs that cannot sustain a living okay so what's your point with the minimum wage then if you don't want a minimum wage and you're opposed to people getting paid less than a sustainable i living I, I, I think if, if wage, I, I think i think the private sector has to one up the government's offer they have to make a better offer they don't have to they're going to make it as low as they can that's what companies do. They'll then, make then, it as then low those, as they can every time. Then those help wanted signs are going to stay up and inflation's going to get worse. This is not, really not necessarily because you wait long enough, not enough people are going to have jobs and they're not going to have money. So they're going to be willing to take very terrible wages. And I don't That's think, the whole point of I, the minimum wage is that it's menial tasks for this amount. Yeah. But it's not, a, it. it's not enough to survive, Nash. That's the problem. That's not a problem. It's the type of job. So you're okay with that? They don't call them, they don't call them slave wages. They like well, they call them starvation wages. They call them starvation wages. Okay. So you're you're okay with starvation wages? Well, now you're using taglines as an argument. That's a logical fallacy. So you're okay with someone working forty hours a week and they cannot afford rent? No, that sounds bad. They should probably move or get another job. But what I'm saying is that type of thing is going to continue to get a lot worse if people are getting paid to not go back to work because there's increased inflation. So your minimum wage isn't going to be worth as much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I do think the answer, the, the solution is just that these, these, these companies need to up their wages. And people go back to work. 
No, I think you need to stop just giving out money for no reason. That just sounds like the most basic solution to everything. See, I would agree with you if the jobs they went back to were jobs that people actually wanted. And like no like no, no one wants like no one wants these jobs. No one wants to work for that little money doing that shitty of a job. Yeah. But what I'm saying is by just giving them money, it makes the solution ten times worse. Or it makes the outcome ten times worse by just giving people money. But I don't I don't think taking away that money is a solution. I do. Cause then it increases the value of everyone's money. Yeah, minimum wage still isn't enough, though. That's the problem. Okay. But have multiple incomes. You have to have multiple incomes. That's just a, that's just a rudimentary principle. Yeah. See, I don't. I don't like. This is the only country. I don't know. If that's true. This is this is one of the only developed countries where you have to have two jobs at certain times to make a living. Sometimes, but anybody with. A lot of money is going to have multiple sources of income. Anyone, That's, yes, no matter who. Yeah, this most of it's through investments or whatever. Yeah. Or anything else. Yeah. Some people have two jobs. Some people have three. Some people sell stuff online. Some people Uber when they're when they're free time. It can be anything. We're not going to agree on this. <laughs> it's not going to. I mean, I don't know what they're. You're, if your solution is to give people more money from the government to help, it's no, not going to, no, 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 no. That is not my solution. My solution is that the private sector just, the private sector just raises their wages, make people want to come back to work. Well, you can't, you can't say that and then say you're opposed to a federal minimum wage. That's those are two opposite points. You can't say I don't want a federal minimum wage but I want all the wages increased. Those two points contradict each other. Well, I, I think the private sector needs to, needs to find a way to incentivize people coming back to work. And the best it's way... Hard, it, it's hard to do that when you're paying people for doing nothing. It's very hard to do that when to pay people doing everything. Like, there are some people in some states making more than I do, and I'm a full-time contractor making... Way, way, way more than the min than the minimum wage. Almost over four times more than the minimum wage, net federal minimum wage. Yeah, you're right. A lot of people can't compete with that. Yeah. Now, if the minimum wage was increased, let's say say back in January during the last COVID spill, minimum wage was increased to fifteen dollars, and it happened immediately. So right by, by, by now, the federal minimum wage is fifteen dollars. You could pull that money, and people go back to work. Well, more people would even more people would be unemployed <laughs> because you would have had businesses that can't operate at that level of pay. What kind of businesses, though? Well, small businesses, half of them are already going to go out of business because of COVID anyway. Well, what I'm saying is if you increase the minimum wage to 15, the other half are going to go under. Because now you're making them pay their employees even more and there's just not as much business coming. Depends on the business. Well, it does, but that's just uh, that's just a reality for most of them. Yeah, like I I don't like when people. First, I don't like when people say, um, 
if you can't afford to pay your people, you shouldn't be a business. It's like, listen, in Biggest Podcast Solutions, we, we can barely afford to pay us, right? Like, if we if we had to do a $15 minimum wage, we wouldn't, we wouldn't, fuck it, it's closed shop now, it's no bother trying. Yeah, and that means that no new businesses get created, and you centralize wealth more. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but with no minimum wage, Nash, people can set their own wages. People can fight for what they think they're, they're worth, and the free market will work itself out. Well, yeah, they can. Yeah, they can. Yeah. But that doesn't work if you're going to pay people for to do nothing. Yeah, that doesn't work when the government gives you free money. You're not going to fight for anything. Yeah. I mean, but, I mean, but during COVID, you know, they needed that money. And a lot of people benefit from it. Even if it did cause yeah, inflation. Yeah, they should, but now it's harmful. Yeah. Because because that makes sense, because there was enough business being created, so it necessarily wasn't your fault. It was an extreme circumstance. See, that not, makes sense. It can be justified. Now it really can't be, because there are vaccines. So now that vaccines are available, you don't really have a reason. You don't have a need for, like, all of this stuff. Yeah. You don't you don't need masks because if you're concerned about it, go get a vaccine. That's it. That's literally it. <laughs> done and done. You shouldn't be bothered if people are wearing masks or not because you can go get a vaccine. Yeah. See so this this argument tugs at uh two parts of my brain. Like the, the the emotional part where I'm sympathetic and the logical part where I'm kind of an asshole. Right? Like logically, I can't I can't prove you wrong. Logically, this you you are correct, but this from like a like a caring like you know people need to survive kind of perspective. I don't like I don't like that. You have this problem right where people are actually getting they're getting money money they need to pay bills, and the government is going to pull that rug away to force them to go back to jobs to put them in a worse situation, arguably worse situation you would argue it's gonna be better because of inflation yeah because what you'll what will happen is it'll be worse farther down the line the longer you continue to do it well that's the american economy for you nash <laughs> it's it's gonna get worse down the line i mean we have look at crypto crypto is just collapsing right now uh, i mean that was kind of that was kind of and this way, um, this way, the U.S. dollar isn't too far behind because, like you said, Nash, inflation and Americans just aren't producing stuff, so we're borrowing more to spend more on foreign things, and eventually, the rest of the world is gonna be like, you know what? We don't want U.S. dollars. We're out, and that's the death of the U.S. economy. That whole China crypto thing was kind of dumb. It was a great day for buying crypto because nothing actually changed. China kind of said what was already the case. In yeah. China, yeah, nothing really changed. People are just like, oh, "Oh, they said that." Yep, they said it a few years ago too. Yeah, that they did. <laughs> yeah, that hasn't really changed anything. All right, Nash, <laughs> so our next story, we're gonna put this on employment. Oh, employment duress. We'll come back to this eventually, I'm sure. But uh, Project Veritas in the New York Times, you brought this story to my attention, and I'm so happy you did. Please give us a rundown. Yeah, so um, before we get into this story, um, this is all opinionated. Me and Daffy have no facts. Um, I'd like to officially say we're talking out of our ass, if that's cool. 
So um, pretty much uh, Project Veritas is a very, 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 very right-wing media outlet. Very small right-wing media outlet. And they had written a story about voter fraud where they had videos of this guy um, alluding to that he was stealing ballots. Um mail-in ballots specifically to go into apartment buildings and such and just walk out with a bunch of envelopes of mail-in ballots of what looked like mail-in ballots and they what else did they do they said that it was oman Il- who's the ilman omar yeah ilman omar said that essentially she was the one uh, orchestrating it, like paying them to do it, so on and so forth. Again, none of this is fact, in my opinion, allegedly. That'll probably help. And um, pretty much the New York Times um, wrote a story where they had said that this was a disinformation piece, that none of it was real. Um. And then Project Veritas uh, sued them for defamation, essentially. And so I think they got banned off Twitter for that story, um, maybe even Facebook. And so that pretty much just ripped the ripped the story off just because the New York Times said it was misinformation. Now, since that lawsuit, um, the New York Times has had to admit that they actually did no reporting in that piece. They didn't contact anybody that was mentioned in it. Um, they had no factual evidence, and that it was actually an op-ed piece written by a news writer that, like, doesn't write op-ed pieces. And they and they published it in the fact section. Yeah, they published it in the fact section, like a Section A news article where you don't put – not the editorials. Like, you don't put op-eds in that – you don't put them there. And um, – pretty much New York Times tried to get it thrown out, but the judge said, no, I mean, you have to, you can't say it's disinformation and then not prove anything and back it up and do so. The the author of the article violated the New York Times' own policies on reporting and integrity for reporting. And so it's an ongoing trial right now. Um, but the, I think the biggest takeaway is that Twitter uses USA Today's, uh, reports to fact check a lot of tweets usa today that facebook does then facebook yeah okay, okay i think so and i'm like fairly certain yeah it's facebook uses usa today to fact check like their misinformation stuff which why are they why usa yeah, and US, USA, 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 today, today, usa today um a lot of their stories are just them copy pasting New York Times stories or getting their information from New York Times articles. And so the fact that New York Times said it was fake, USA Today said it was fake, and so it got pulled. And now the New York Times is admitting that they didn't actually do a single bit of reporting on uh, this story. So you mean journalists now, admitted that not journalists? Yeah, they admitted that they didn't do anything. What a shock. Essentially. And so, I mean, there, there are a few takeaways, like Clearly, that's a messed up system that just sort of highlighted the whole chain of how it's all kind of bullshit that things get taken down. But, I mean, you also got to take into effect Project Veritas is super right wing, like incredible bias. Their article may not have been necessarily the most honest 
um, a lot of alluding to things with the facts at hand, but it's they didn't necessarily lie. I don't think. Someone's going to tear me an asshole for saying that's fine. Like, how trustworthy the Veritas article was, I'm kind of up in the air about it. Like, they're definitely commenting on a video, so it's like you can go watch the video. But is that video absolute proof or evidence? I don't think so, because you don't know if that guy was just told to do that. You don't know if those things were actually real votes or not. But the fact that the New York Times didn't do any reporting on their story is kind of the bad part, no matter what. Yeah, you, like, you it, like, like this is fake. How do you know? I don't know. We just, look how dumb it is. <laughs> I don't know. You did it. That like that's not good enough to say, and yeah. then to say it's op-ed. That's you can't be doing that. <laughs> yeah, you can't. You can't. Just, you can't just take backsies. Like, oh no, this this factual story we put in the fact section is actually an opinion. Yeah, they didn't hit the quick save button before they did the mission, so now they just got to write out the bad ending. They they just, they um, just admitted they, they they literally admitted to malpractice. Yeah, so I mean, if you want to learn more about this, um, the main article I read about was from uh, who was it from? Well, you can go to Project Veritas, their social media accounts. They're still on Instagram. Um, you sent me like a nine minute Instagram video on it. Uh, yeah, they're on Instagram, but I think I'm forgetting the news article I read about the story from. It wasn't like the Princeton Review. It was from a very nice college. Um, give me a second to Google it. You can say some things. Yale. I don't know. Um. Yeah, but like it was interesting because in in the in the video you sent me the the lawsuit, they, they they quoted things from the lawsuit saying what they did and didn't do. This is like two weeks ago, so I'm really going off of memory. But when you sent me this, and I watched. It, I was like, this is absolutely ridiculous, and it's it's an ongoing problem with mainstream propaganda. That New York Times, they don't really care about the truth. Uh, Fox News doesn't care about the truth. MSNBC doesn't care about the truth. CNN doesn't really care about the truth. CNN spends more time uh, bashing other news networks than they do promoting news. Columbia, sorry. Col it was Columbia? Columbia Journalism Review. CJR.org. Well, if you want to find that story. Because um, CJR.org is kind of left-leaning, but I read them because they are very highly regarded as being factual. As of the past few years, at least last I checked, Columbia University was the number one journalism program in the country. Um, take that for what you will, because <laughs> uh, Hosh, Hosh is number two, and Woo, at, least, at, at, least, at least it was when I went there. Um, but I, I would I would trust Columbia for news. Yeah, Columbia. That's that's the main reason I read their story. I was very happy they had actually interviewed people or tried to interview people from the New York Times and Project Veritas um just because they have such a high accuracy in actually saying facts. Like yes. they have a bias, sure, but no matter what your bias is, a fact is a fact. Yeah, they understand that it's it's impossible to not have a bias if they do their best to try and fight that bias. Yeah. So it you know, that's where I mainly got some backup, so it wasn't a one-sided thing, because Project Veritas is very right-leaning, and they allude to a lot of things that may not be 
as factually represented. Yeah. And again, and again, that is all opinion based. And I am speaking with zero facts to back it up. (laughs) Don't want them to sue me. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) They like like to sue people. Oh, Project Veritas. (laughs) Yeah. 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 They win, too. They have a pretty good record. They they win. (laughs) Uh, All right. So let's talk about the January 6th commission. (sighs) So now, remember January 6th. We watched it live on our Discord. Uh, during the workday. What? Uh, did you remember the, the Capitol riot? Oh, the Great Revolt. That's what you're calling it? The Great Revolt? <laughs> <laughs> Don't call it that. How dare you? <laughs> How about the, 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 the Dumb Revolt? The Revolt of Dummies? Now, I'm going to call it the day America became... <laughs> now, uh. imagine... Imagine if that revolt happened for a completely different reason, like uh, COVID lockdowns and like businesses closing down and the government completely ignoring people, like the housing crisis. Imagine if they did that and their reason was you're evicting us out of our homes. How different the reaction would have been. I mean, it probably would have been pretty similar. But we've had a lot. We've had a lot more people saying, "You know what? I think they're on something." Um, but that's not what happens. It's a bunch of stop to steal people. Craziness. They literally went there to, to kill politicians. Um, and the response from Pelosi and the Democrats, and I think a lot of Congress, is a 9-11-style commission to do investigative work into the attack. Now, Nash, before I give you my answer, do you think something like this is needed? Um, no, and if it's anything like 9-11, it'll probably be incredibly unconstitutional. Yep. So, uh, here's news that broke today or yesterday. Uh, the Senate, uh, the, the, I think the House, I don't, know the, I don't know if the Senate passed it, but the House passed a $1.2 billion, I'm pretty off the numbers, uh, funding package for the Capitol Police. What? Now, Nash, here's something else I learned during our break. The Capitol Police were warned about this attack. They knew it was coming to some extent. Yet, they didn't have as much gear, as much staff. They weren't prepared for it. You could make the assumption on purpose. So... You can make a, you can make a conspiracy a conspiracy theory. I'll say this is a straight conspiracy conspiracy theory that they let it happen for power grab. Yeah. Um. See, here's the thing, because I'm not trying to sound like a crazy person. I'm not either. Um, so, but no, but but, but, wait, but here's the thing. But they, I don't think you are. They they are they are they are rewarding the system that failed. So that the system failed, they were not prepared. This is not get this outside. This is outside the conspiracy. This is the fact. They were unprepared for this January sixth attack, and their response is throwing more money at them. Yeah, and what disturbs me the most about it, because it's like you guys remember all the like videos after nine eleven of like steel the jet fuel can't melt steel beams and all that. Yeah. yeah. Um. Like, like, fair. The thing is, I'm not an architect or an engineer or an aerodynamics expert or a blasting expert. 
so I don't know. So I'm I don't I don't know how if that could happen or not. I'm pretty sure the buildings are made to withstand planes, but I'm not educated enough to stand firmly by anything. I did straight up see videos of the police letting them in, though. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I, I could I could I could see that. Like, you don't have to be stupid to see that they like opened the gates and let them in. Like, yeah, that, that was just very well documented. Yeah. from Multiple angles. Yeah. Yeah. They did. They, they straight up let them in. So so here's here's the thing with with this with this whole commission. It's a waste of money. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of resources because they're gonna try and create laws that already fucking exist, <laughs> or uh, or take away more of your rights, or take away more of your rights. Because listen, this this thing was planned on Facebook. Like they 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 have a bunch of information on Facebook. Upwards of five hundred arrests have already been made. What else do you need to to to, to look into? Yeah, maybe the people that open the gates. How about that? I would look into those people and make sure they're not getting paid more. Yeah, and so the people who want to defund the police have now given more money to the Capitol Police. That's crazy. Not only that, Natch, I also saw this. I saw a New York Times headline last night. I didn't read the actual article. I just got the push notification. It was like last year, it's like after a year anniversary of the death of George Floyd, California defunded the police nearly in half. Recently, they have given it all back due to rising crime. Yeah, crazy. How yeah, no fucking way, California. Like, who saw that coming? Uh, but that's that's not related to this story. Yeah, this 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 commission is is just it's 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 so unnecessary because yeah, the, it, the the attack was bad. But let the law, let the courts do their thing. So many people have been arrested. So many people are going to go to jail, as they fucking should. You don't need to do more. Yeah, you can definitely investigate it more. That's fine with me. But no, don't be giving a lot of people money and making new laws and stuff. The when... defenses are still up in D.C. Like, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I saw the video of them opening the gates. The videos, my bad. Like I, uh, that that really makes me want to go. Like, why did they do that? Yeah, Nash. Nash, if you if you had a job, right? You had a meat packing industry, and you label all the turkey as beef and all the salmon as like venison, right? <laughs> you do such a and it's on video. You do such a bad performance, and what's the what's the what's the company gonna do? They're gonna give you a raise. We'd like we'd like to give you a six figure raise. Like um, the, the people who failed at their job are getting more funding. And it's not a matter of like they did a bad job. It's like they willingly allowed it to happen. Yeah, and they knew it was coming. Now, if you want, if you want to, like. Do a, an investigation into do they let it happen on purpose for a power grab? Yeah, who's gonna do that? The government. <laughs> Good luck. Um, Joe the, Biden. The, I don't think the, he's the, gonna do the, that. The, the Joe, okay, Joe Biden hasn't really talked about this at all. He's been very silent on this issue. Because they're touching my leg hair by the pool. <laughs> like it's it's just it's it's so it's so annoying. Like Demi have you have you have you heard what the uh, the uh, QAnon the QAnon shaman the guy with the buffalo yeah yeah have you heard what his lawyer called him no 
Oh my God. All right. I'm going to find this quote because it is probably one of the most egregious things I've ever heard. But not only that, it is coming from his lawyer. Because, and I don't want to misquote him for that. I do not want to summarize this because <laughs> it is very bad. <laughs> we give a warning. All right. We give a shaman. QAnon shaman. Yeah. It's a guy with a buffalo. Head. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Like, okay. There have been so many people who really have just been like, Wow, I was a moron for taking part in this or believing this. You know, a lot of people would turn people in. Um, again, as they should. If if someone was there and stormed the Capitol building, they should be arrested. That that is that they literally committed treason. Okay, he is no, that's the wait. A lawyer for self-described. Okay, yeah. So the QAnon shaman is Jacob Chansley, the guy with the buffalo head, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, his attorney is I'm on the hill. They're credible. Which I th- they're they're I think they're right wing, but I think they're credible. No, 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 no. The Hill, um, that's where they're rising. Left. They're they're pretty center. I'd, okay. I'd say leaning left, but they're pretty center. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, so his attorney is attorney Albert Watkins made this comment to Talking Points Memo. And um, for those that don't want to hear, um, I guess these are slurs. They're definitely very offensive. So, you know, don't listen past this for like 20 seconds. He said, and I quote, a lot of these defendants, and I'm going to use a colloquial term, perhaps disrespectfully, but they're all fucking short bus people. These are people <laughs> with brain damage. They're fucking retarded. They're on the goddamn spectrum. That's what his lawyer said. That's what his lawyer said. <laughs> and he continued by saying he told Outlet. This is what he told Outlet. I'm quoting this from The Hill, but this is a quote <laughs> that looks like it's from Outlet. He continued by saying, but they're our brothers, our sisters, our neighbors, our coworkers. They're part of our country. These aren't bad people. They're, uh, they don't have prior criminal history. Fuck, I assume. They were subjected to four plus years of goddamn propaganda, the likes of which the world has not seen since fucking Hitler. They were fed a lot of propaganda, but you know what? This whole country is fed a lot of propaganda. Yeah, and we don't storm Capitol buildings. Yeah, so that's good luck with that defense. Uh, let's let's move on from January 6th to uh, the new evidence. I get to dunk on Dr. Fauci. I've been waiting to do this for months. Uh, the new evidence around the lab leak hypothesis for the origins of COVID-19. Oh, Nash, how much how much are you in how much are you in the know about this? Um, what that that China leaked a, a disease that spread all over the world. Uh. Kind of in the know about it. I've heard about it. Kind of in the know, but did you know it was also f- the labs were f- the research and the labs were funded by the U.S. Oh, of course they were. So, so here's new evidence that came out again. This. The, oh wait, wait. Was this the thing that Fauci was gain of function? Fauci wanted to fund this. Yes. So no, he he did fund it. So okay. So let's yeah. let's 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 roll back a little bit. Let's go yeah, back to, I did back, hear that. back to the beginning. Okay. okay. So Rand Rand Paul did a really good job of roasting him on this on the, on the committee floor. Um because Dr. Fauci got an all political saying, Well, it's not technically getting a function, but if it was, it would be done correctly. It's like wow, he had he had a very champion moment there. But anyway, back okay. So 
it is not confirmed that COVID came from a lab. This is okay. This, it came from a lab. This is all. This is a hypothesis. This is an ongoing story. It has not been one hundred percent confirmed, but it is of my opinion and apparently Nash's opinion that this one hundred thousand percent came from a lab. Now let's go back over some facts for a quick second. I wouldn't say a thousand. But I'll I'm say like a. Th- I'm like at ninety. I'll say. I'll say. I'll say. I'll say a thousand because okay. Let's go back to the original hypothesis that it came from a bat. That or or a uh, pangolin that someone ate. Pangolin. It came from a pangolin. <laughs> Damn <Right>? it! <laughs> but if it came from a pang, at any time, any time a disease comes from an animal, they can trace it back to that animal, the exact animal, re- relatively quickly. I heard that on uh, Rising, which is the Hill, uh, Crystal and Sagar. Um, so I I take them very seriously. And they had some guy on explaining how it's they it happens very quickly. They like they find the animal. They haven't done that for this. Hasn't happened. So, Wuhan has a virology lab. Might have two of them, actually. A virology lab where they they study bat coronaviruses, specifically. Mm. And this particular lab um, was studying bat coronaviruses through what they call gain-of-function research. Yes. Now— Yes. This is where I think I knew stuff about it. So I don't know exactly what gain of function is, but to my understanding, it is like they they create a virus to find a cure for it. Yes, so, it's the whole the yeah because they're if if I may please again I'm not an expert. Um, there are pretty much like two schools of thought where it's gain of function and hell no, don't do that. The gain of function side is. Okay, we're going to speed these diseases along or create them so that we can create a vaccine for them. That way we're prepared in the future. Yeah. And to my understanding, that is a very minority group of doctors, medical professionals around the world that uh, that think they should do that. Why? Because the odds of a new disease getting released is not worth the disease, not knowing about the disease at all because it yeah. doesn't exist. Yeah, you're finding, so you're it, finding it, a cure it, for something that doesn't exist. It, it may never happen, so you don't really need to do that plan ahead of time. And that's the other school is, no, we're just going to make vaccines for stuff that exists and we'll wait. We'll do it when it arrives, but no, we're not going to try to create diseases because then, guess what? There may be, get out. Yeah. <laughs> and that's probably what happened. And they they were doing studies on a humanoid mice, where like the, the mice are very similar to it reacts similar to the mice how humans react to it. I don't know how that works, but they they can splice some genes. You can yes. like grow a human ear on a mouse. That's if you that's want. that's essentially like what they did. Minus the ear. So, um, the U.S. was funding this kind of research, and the people funding it was headed by Doctor Anthony Fauci. So. Once this was leaked, once once I shouldn't say leaked, once COVID became a global pandemic, Trump came out and said he blamed China and he said it probably came from a lab. Now, as soon as that happened, all of mainstream propaganda said double down and said, no, this came from a, a bat, a wet market, they will not, even if it is true, they'll never admit it because they do not want to give Trump the satisfaction of being right on something. 
Yeah. Now, he was right for the—he uh, was potentially right for all the wrong reasons, Um, but he might have still been right. So, once the investigation happens, the investigation was done by the Americans. Guess who? The same people who funded the lab. Or those people. So, do you think they're going to give a fair investigation? Right, probably not. Probably not. You know why? Because they're going to lose funding. And you know what they're doing right now, Nash? Giving it more funding? They're, I don't know that particular lab, but they're doing more gain-of-function research. They're still doing it. Now, you can ask yourself the question, why is it so important to figure out where this virus came from? Why does it matter if it came from a lab or a bat? Because if it came from gain-of-function research, you better stop fucking doing gain-of-function research. That's how we get back to where we started. Yeah, and it's like once you find patient zero, it's easier to make a cure yeah. or something. So it's very, very possible that it's just a cover-up. And Fauci and the U.S. Medical Association or whoever's doing the funding is trying to cover their ass to keep doing their research. And the media will not play into this hypothesis, will not run stories on it critically because they don't want Trump to be right on something. And they don't want to admit they were wrong. Because again, people have been kicked off of Twitter, kicked off of Facebook, banned from YouTube for promoting a hypothesis from a lab theory. And I see a trend, Nash. There is people like all the podcasts, Rogan, different shows who, who are not involved, independent researchers, independent scientists, virologists, biologists. All of them say that it's very possible this came from a lab. The only ones who aren't are the ones working for or with the government. Crazy how that works. Crazy how that works. And if you do want a full detailed um, explanation of this, there is one journalist out there. His name is Josh Rogan, or, or I think it's R-O-G-I-N. Uh, he, taken for Joe. He, but no, he was on Joe Rogan's podcast a week or two ago. Um, Josh and Joe. Josh and Joe doing a three-hour podcast, and he goes in-depth about his research into it, why media won't cover it, and the Trump bias, and the fact that mainstream media just can't admit when they're wrong because they think it hurts their credibility. Instead, (laughs) what really hurts their credibility is not admitting when they're wrong because they're so fucking proud. So, Nash, anything anything else on this? Um, We should probably arrest Fauci. Uh, Uh... and stop doing that gain a function because I'm fairly certain I do remember seeing this in a news atmosphere I forget where so I don't want to quote it but I do know something they mentioned was how like this is an in the minority type of, of research like you don't have a lot of people doing it because of this very reason you don't want it to get out it has more potential for harm than it does good yeah, because again, the chance of it never existing is a chance. So why would you create something that can harm people? <laughs> and Fauci doesn't have the great history of being consistent or accurate over the past yes. year. Uh, yeah, well, if only there was some guy in office that would have said that. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, that would have been so helpful. We could have reacted our responses based off of that. Well, unfortunately, with the whole lab leak hypothesis back in the beginning, you know, again, Trump did it for Trump and Pompeo 
probably knew um, and knew it was on them as well. So they didn't want that to get out, but they still wanted to blame China, and he mismade it political. That that that's really where America went wrong, and America continues to go wrong. Everything becomes political, and everyone needs to have an opinion on something. Like Nash, you probably noticed in this rundown, we're not talking about Israel and Palestine. Yeah, we didn't bring it up. I just and that's because I don't want to. I. I have no public opinion about Israel and Palestine, and I think that's okay. Here's here's my rundown for it, because you brought it up, and I'm glad you did. <laughs> you can. Go for it. All right. I mean, the deal is, um, you know, the Palestinians are pissed off at how they get treated, which isn't, you know, a bad argument at all. They get treated kind of shitty. Um so have uh, people of Israel. I don't think I want to just say Jewish people because I feel like not all of them are like. I don't. That it's confusing religiously now. Um, it's like if I called all Americans Christians or something. Yeah, like yeah. Protestants. You all know right. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know they don't have good histories, and it's a very complicated thing. And that's kind of been my opinion of it for a while. It's a very complicated mess where. Nobody, it's nobody has been doing it justly. Um, it's more sort of a strategic thing where Israel is our greatest ally there because they don't, uh, you know, like beat women or stone them to death or like hang gay people or throw them off of buildings. But that's what our Saudi Arabian allies do. Which for do. us are pretty good standards. Hey, I mean, hey, honestly, hey, but if Nash, you look back, Nash, like that's pretty high standards. For all us. those things you just listed are stuff the Saudi Arabian government does, and they're our second biggest ally in the region. Well, that's why they're not number one. Fuck yourself. <laughs> that's why I said that those standards are pretty high for us. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's pretty good with our track record. But I guess they're okay with bombing children in news in news buildings. I mean, no, I don't like that. Um, I don't, I'm not a proponent of that. Definitely not the children part. Or really bombing people. Well, it depends. Is, I'm is, glad we bombed the Nazis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So anything we want to say on that? Or you want to move on? No, that's about it. I mean, I don't, it's kind of complicated. I feel like I'm pretty sure historically there was like a time, I think in the late seventies where negotiations were pretty good. And then I think Palestine backed out of them. Um, and I think since then there's never been like a closer point of sort of a treaty or reconciliation or yeah, any sort of joint coalition. Yeah. Um, so I feel like somebody that's important should probably look at that again. It's like, really, it's no matter what I say, even this is going to piss someone off. With this particular subject, there is – you're going to piss someone off regardless. And I, I just don't want to be part of that public discussion. Um, like, Nash, I mean, you can talk offline if you want, uh, but I know you don't care. But I mean, it's both people do bad things, so yeah. Yeah, but I think, I think it's it's – it's okay to not talk about something, especially one if you're not comfortable, two if you know nothing about it. 
Yeah, like I don't know that much, so I don't have much to say. They kind of treat each other like ass, and that's about it. Especially the latter. I can have basic principles like I don't care what the situation is. You don't drone children. I don't care what the situation is. A government shouldn't destroy um, news buildings because, wow, I wonder why they would do that. Um, But when it comes to to the nitty-gritty and the details, it's just like I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm done. Let's talk about the Chicago mayor instead. So, Nash, you sent me this the other day. The Chicago mayor is only accepting one-on-one interviews with people uh, from people of color. Yeah, that sounds kind of racist to me. And, and let's keep in mind the Chicago mayor uh, looks like if Gollum from Lord of the Rings was black. God almighty. <laughs> <laughs> she has the Gollum eyes. She's like, I want the ring eyes. Um. Yeah, because I think her big push was for... Uh, in particular, women of color from news outlets, because she said that in the government and in the news industry, it's too many white men. Um, <laughs> See, which, here's, here's, uh, a, here's, a, here's a big thing with liberals. This is a perfect example. It's like they want to do the right thing for right reasons. No, they don't. But they how? Wanna, they but, don't want to do it for right reasons. But, but how they do it is just so wrong well i mean it's just like if not that many women want to be reporters like that's not their fault you know i you know love I, mean? I, I love like i love that you brought this up nash because i was talking about this with with, with jazz this uh, this afternoon like the idea of you know the, the the women's movement really a piece of it is about just pushing women to be like men because uh, I'm all for people do whatever you want. You yeah. know, that's just you, yeah. you do what you you do what you want to do. I don't give a damn. Yeah, if but a, if I mean, a, if a don't woman, if a be woman, racist. If a woman if a woman <laughs> wants to be a reporter, fantastic, do it. If a guy wants to be a stay-at-home dad and wear a fucking baking apron all day for his daycare at home, great. I love it. But like this is just blatantly racist. She's only taking interviews from people of color. So what? The white opinionist doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, what irks me about this too is I feel like there's an assumption that oh, they look like me. They'll share the same views as me, and that I mean that's just I don't think that's the case. It's so not you know? true. It's so yeah, not like true. You don't you don't just because you're black or whatever doesn't mean you share the same opinions a high majority of of black americans according to polls so you know it's credible do not support defunding the police i feel like what this is is i'm gonna look for an excuse to not take as many one-on-one interviews because i mean she she straight up said there aren't that many people of color in particular women of color in media or in uh journalism and so I'm just like, so you're okay. Like, so you just don't have to take as many. Like yeah. you just have an excuse to not be interviewed as often. Can can you do that? I know. I'm fairly certain that's illegal federally. That's discriminatory. It's, it's discrimination and you're like denying the free press. Now you can, you cannot answer a question. If they get to ask yeah, you, yeah, no, exactly. But well, I, yeah, I think it gets tricky with the one-on-one deals. That's what I mean. Um, that's because I don't know if, like, you you uh, have 
you have a right to not answer the question. You do not have a right to mandate that the question not be asked. Yeah, or that an entire group of people can't ask you the question. Yeah. At all. Like, anyone from that community (laughs) can't answer your question. She's doing that based on race. Now, Nash, the articles you've read or how you've seen this, how is this being... How is this being reacted by? Um, How are people taking this? I'd say people aren't taking it well. In general, I think it's more right-wing places are bringing it up just because of of it's fire for the, you know, it's fuel for the fire. Yeah, it's fodder. It's literally just Um, divisive fodder. I, I don't think I see too many liberal articles talking about it. wonder why that is. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like I'm fairly certain this this is gonna get. You know what? What we should do is, um, because I'm technically a member of the press. I should ask for a one-on-one interview. Are you? From her? Yeah, technically. How? Universal Life Church. I'm a minister. How's it make you member of the press? I don't know. <laughs> I can park in that parking spot at hospitals and I'm a member of the press, baby. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I got a press pass. <laughs> I've never showed you my press pass. No, no. I knew you I knew you administered the church. You're also a doctor. But uh I'm a doctor in metaphysics. Unaccredited, of course. I, but I didn't I didn't oh, oh. of course. I didn't I didn't know you got an actual press pass. What I'm here for what? <laughs> All I need is a fedora and a little thing that goes in it, and I'm, the, <laughs> I'm the, ready to go, the, baby. The fedora, the trench coat, and a, a flash bulb camera. <laughs> hey, see? <laughs> extra, extra. I like it. I like your pizza. It's not your policy, see? <laughs> oh, my God. I don't think I do like Chicago-style pizza. Is that just deep dish? Yeah, it's delicious. It's like a pie. Yeah, you can have good deep dish. It's delicious. I liked it. Yeah. I liked it. I yeah, think I do like it. This is this blatantly racism. Um, <laughs> now, yeah, it's short. Now, now, why is oh, Nash? Ah, okay, I'll bring this up. Fuck it, we'll go down this road. So, did you see Elon Musk hosted SNL the other day? I last like we get to ago. Um, no, people told me about it. Well, okay, if you actually watch it, it was it was funnier than I thought it would be. But there was this one segment that I couldn't get out of my mind and take this my watches. I watched the Wario one. No, not that one. I mean that 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 was telling me to watch it, so I didn't watch it. That that could play into my point here as well. But the one I'm talking about is like the, it's like the Norwegian talk show. Now, I was just, I was watching this and I was just like, hmm, why is this not racist? Why am I not going to get news articles about how racist this is towards the the, the 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 Norwegian culture? Right? So it got me thinking. Nash, the rule of comedy is that you never punch down. Right? Are there rules for comedy? I mean, it's like it's an unwritten rule. That like right, it's like a a, a good comic doesn't punch down. Well, like it's somebody beneath them, yes, right? Yes, yes. Like that can mean any. That can that can, that can mean how we want to take it as. But like blackface would be technically punching down because like when it was 
used, it was like Jim Crow and slavery. So it's like that's punching down because they have less rights, right? Yes, to an extent. Not because not because they're lesser people, but just because they can't voice their own opinions. Well, no, I see, I see, I I, but I think that's why I like that the because SNL is very, 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 very liberal. It's literally like SNL has basically become corporate comedy, um, but. You know, uh, like liberal Americans view that 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 Nordic European free healthcare, free education style as better than us. So it's punching up. You know, oh, good, okay. good comedy punches up to tear them down, right? Just like, huh? So SNL just won't make a game show about black people because punching down. Oh wow! Wow. Whoa. And if it's punching down, they think they're better than them. Wow. Oh, I get your point. That's yeah. Point, That's now, a very educated opinion. Now, don't get me wrong. That is a very convoluted way to get to a point. And it's a very, it's like, okay, no, they're not doing that because it's offensive. They don't want to be mean. But subconsciously, it's actually racist not to make fun of them. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, it is. Right, because like, like, I I can obviously Jared, head of marketing and biggest podcast solutions, um, out of uh, out of like, I have, I have a few black friends, but I have a few black friends. Jared is my I'm closest with Jared. You just said the I've got black friends thing, dude. I said out of my black friends, Jared's my closest. Oh, okay. So, um, I can make any joke I want with Jared. I have one rule with Jared. Me and Jared have one rule, and that's the obvious rule, right? Don't say the n word. But other than that, I can make any kind of comedy, any kind of joke I want with Jared because I view him as my equal. And same vice versa. Right? But like, no, but like if you don't make if you but if if, if I didn't make it, it's because if I did it, it's like, oh, it's just punching down. Right? But the SNL skits, it's like, oh, I can make fun of Norwegian people because it's punching up. The Wario thing, it's Italians. It's like with the, the Italians, it's basic white people, so it's, it's equal. Comedy can punch level or punch up. It can't punch down, or it shouldn't punch down. So oh, I, wow. I, yeah, isn't that, isn't that a fucking, isn't that a crazy thought? No, it is a very good thought. That, that, I mean, that does make sense. Because here's the thing. If you, like, if you think of a joke that's funny like that, like a c- comedian, you know, they're going to find the way to say it. Right. Or even, even you know, uh, when Dave Chappelle made fun of the LGBTQ plus community the, with the, the car, people were critiquing him for punching down. That's like you just admitted that you think those people are lesser. Than yes. When actually Dave Chappelle thinks of them as equals because he's making fun of them. and It's coming out of a place of love and comedy. Yeah, so yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're if you're not going to make fun of this group of people, then you clearly think differently of them in yes. some way. Yes. Like they can't handle getting made fun of. So that's kind of how I take the Chicago mayor. It's just like, you know, because SNL doesn't would, wouldn't <clears throat> wouldn't really do a a a black sketch like sketch like that because one it would go over terribly the people would go crazy but social media would go crazy cancel this cancel that because it's also it's offensive you know yada yada whatever you want to say that's what they'll tell you but also subconsciously they think it's punching down yeah no i think that's no i think that's a very good point 
I think that's definitely something worthy of talking about because really though, like why wouldn't you? Yeah. Because it's insensitive. Like a lot of jokes are insensitive. Like it's a, it's some supposed of the funniest to be ones are insensitive. Yeah. And let's, let me be clear. There's also a difference between like, you know, me and Jared talking with, who's a friend, very close friend of mine and like seeing some guy in the subway and making that kind of like making a joke or whatever right it's very 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 different <laughs> you know what i mean yeah like but snl is a place for comedy comic on stage is a place for comedy a podcast can be a place for comedy punching up punching down yeah and yet and yet black people can make fun of white people all they want you know that's what that's why it's okay to just blatantly be racist to white people or just make fun of white people. It's viewed as punching up or punching down. I like making or punching fun up of... Or punching up equal, equal. I like making fun of everybody. Yeah, I love making fun of white people. It's great. But it's just like, why isn't this viewed... Like, why isn't this viewed racist? That's why. That's what came to my mind. Because it's clearly poking fun at crazy, wacky Norwegian or Swedish or Finnish game shows where the host... Is like I forget her name, but the Elon Musk was like the off, off, like like direct offset, and he was just like, "Hey, I want to marry you. I love you." And she goes, "You're my cousin." Those like, are funny. Like that was a, like that was the that was the joke. And I was just like, "Huh?" So you can make a joke that white European Nordic people fuck their cousins. <laughs> a country, a country of people that all look the same, fuck each other. Yeah. It was just interesting. It was an interesting thought. No, um, that, was, that was very, that was a very good thought. It was a good talking point, Mister Terrorshock. Thank you, thank you, Nash. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a learned scholar. All right. So, uh, last two stories: cable news ratings plummet post election. Crazy. Good news. Did not see that coming. There's good news or bad news, Nash. Um. You know, does this does this include like uh, like internet TV stuff? Like they have data on that, right? Uh, this, is, this is TV ratings. Yeah, but the it's niece Nielsen. Nielsen, yeah, yeah. Neil Nielsen. Like I think they ask you if like I did one a while ago. You sent me a dollar. It's the crispest dollar bill I've ever seen, fresh <laughs> off the mint. <laughs> now, <laughs> and uh, you got. I think they ask you if you watch like on uh, streaming services or stuff like that. So I think I'm I'm going to say this includes, um, like subscription based news. I'm not sure, but I know cable ratings in particular, strictly main like prime time, plummeted, absolutely dead in the water everywhere across the board. Fox, MSNBC, CNN, um, CNBC, everything plummeted now why is a good question and again this is there's like no right answer here in my opinion it's just interesting to speculate why this could be is it because trump's not in office in the constant 20 i mean that's 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 definitely a big reason don't get me wrong it's definitely a big reason trump you went for you went from having this crazy bombastic guy that would just do whatever when he was feeling it to this old sleepy man that doesn't isn't allowed to talk to the news people. <laughs> Not only that, but the the White House gets the questions beforehand, and when they use a government source, 
the White House proofreads the essay, the article first. That's hard-hitting journalism when they tell you what you're allowed to ask. Yeah, the media has cucked so hard to the Biden administration, it's embarrassing. It's Oh, are are you guys going you guys going to the uh the 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 White House press briefing? Oh yeah, as long as my wife's boyfriend lets me. Uh-huh. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, so part of it's because Trump, he's not in office, he's not in mainstream anymore, he's not in the news anymore. So yeah, that's a big part of it. But could it also be because they just see how biased, fake, and fraud all the news sites, all the news uh, news is? Like, right, like you can find point cover, cover countless of examples. Our next story, the Biden pipeline, you know, they made a four year effort saying that Trump was in Biden's uh, was in Putin's back pocket in the P tape, Russiagate, all of that. And yet Joe Biden lifted Trump's sanctions on Russia so they can continue building an oil pipeline that goes through Germany. You know, Joe Biden. Kept, has done more for Russia than Trump ever has? Yeah. Has, ha, Joe, Joe Biden kept on the ambassador for Russia picked by Trump. Crazy. So, that is crazy. It's like, this now, is just, it's are, just pathetic. Are you, are you, are you going to see the New York Times, the, the, uh, the Washington Post cover, cover critiquing Biden? No. No, you're not. Are you going to see Brian Stelter or Rachel Maddow saying, wow, this is very Trumpian? No, no, you're not. Are you going to see Chris Cuomo critique his brother for murdering people and faking the numbers? No, no, you're not. And I think. Why can't, why can't we get a pipeline? <laughs> Yeah, right. And he he canceled our pipeline, but he's going to lift sanctions. So, so Joe, do you really care about the environment? Yes or no? Do we, do we have that much like beef with with Canada? <laughs> like what? Like literally everybody, everybody in Europe hates Russia. <laughs> Nobody likes Russia. No. <laughs> But could could people be turning off these news networks because they're like, fuck it. This isn't actual news. This is propaganda. Are they waking up to seeing how much a fraud they are? Or is this because Trump's gone? They don't care. Or are they burnt out? Is this have this have I, news burnout? I think it's probably the first two. Like I feel like definitely in the beginning, like Trump not being there to, you know, have a crazy news article to read definitely had an effect. But I feel like the fact that they're not like going back to it after that much time is definitely has something more to do with it. Yeah. As people are just like, Oh, this is just all bullshit. Isn't it? Like when, when, when Trump was in office, I believe I said this a few times in the podcast, when it came to the mainstream propaganda, uh, fought when it put when Trump was in office, Fox news didn't cover him. Uh, honestly, they were not honest, but the liberal media, CNN, MSNBC, didn't cover him fairly. They didn't give him a fair shot. They just buried him. Every, even if he was right, they wouldn't admit it. Yeah. But now, with Biden in office, it's flipped. Fox News isn't covering him fairly. And the liberals aren't covering him honestly. And I think people see that and they just go, fuck it. Because they're still consuming news. 
It's just, it's, it's, it's more independent. More people are going to YouTube, you know, for different critiques and viewpoints on the news. Like, and you know this is true because if you follow mainstream media, they're complaining about YouTube. They're complaining about Twitch. They're complaining about independent sources taking all their ratings. They're saying, there's these people on YouTube talking about things. They're getting millions of views. That's more than daytime television. And it's just like, yeah. Yeah. Of yeah. Of course. Yeah. It's because you guys suck. So what they're trying to do is smear YouTube, smear independent voices, and try and block them out. The CEO of YouTube, Susan Wojcicki, I think that's her name, um, did an interview, and she admitted on camera, admitted that we keep quote-unquote authoritative sources, meaning Fox, MSNBC, CNN, Washington Post, The Hill, um, The Intercept, and a few others on a quote-unquote corporate algorithm. I think it's called a corporate algorithm. Um, but it's they have a different algorithm. So YouTube feeds its viewers to those sources. So like a, a CNN video could have a million or two million views on a, on, a, on a YouTube clip, right? Fox News has a few million. The Hill has a few, has a few hundred thousand. The Intercept has a few hundred thousand pushing a million per video. They're on an algorithm that forces that to happen. Whereas us, Kyle Kalinske, Jimmy Dore, um, a bunch of other left wing, Steven Crowder, they are on what is called the borderline content algorithm which means YouTube stunts their growth. And there's been countless of videos from these creators saying how their, their, their growth from subscribers has plummeted it has, or has sometimes even gone down. And they're doing the exact same content. And it's, you know, post-election, they expect about a 15, 30% drop. They're getting 60, 70, 80% drops, which is unheard of. Jesus Christ. And it's because YouTube is pushing them down the algorithm to boost up the mainstream propaganda. Right? That's just utterly distasteful. I mean, that's just garbage is what it is. It's it's not only is it against free speech, free press, it's against free market. It really makes me wonder, like, why? Because here's the thing. <clears throat> if they push those other people... I feel like they would rake in a ton of money. Like there's some, there's something that they don't think they'd make as much money, which I feel like they would if they, if they let those people continue, you know what I mean? Like if they let the, what naturally popular voices, if they, if they advertise them more like they were doing, I feel like they would have a very standard, like net gain from that. So they must be making more money from those other sources, keeping oh, them down. Yeah, they make or way threatened. Like they have, there has to be money. something there. It's all it's all the establishment, dude. It's all the establishment. The government, the news, the corporations, the media. It's it's all a big cabal. It really is. It really oh, is. Disgusting. And, I hate when we say that word. It's actually accurate. And and, and there, it's it's an oligarchy. It really is an oligarchy. 
Oh, God. Nash, rich. Nash, can you explain an oligarchy to people who don't know? Uh, it's a government system that's based off of the upper class. A few of the upper class control pretty much everything. Um, it doesn't have to be an official government. So you can have, um, you know, just like you've got the guy, the guys that own like all the fuel, you know, people like the biggest oil companies. And then you've got the guy that owns the biggest newspaper. Like they all agree what message and what things are going to happen. And they're essentially controlling the government. It typically isn't an official thing. It typically is behind the scenes type deal. That perfectly explains America right now in 2021. In my opinion. Yeah. It's, yeah. Or, it's or it's very, very close. And here's the thing. It's, here's the thing, It's Nash. pretty much not politicians doing it. No, the politicians aren't fighting it either. Yeah, they're not. They're going along. They're, they're, they're going well, they're along. Getting, they're getting paid. They're going along with it, and they're getting paid. Because I had a thought, but I lost it. Wow, what a heated, oh. what a heated episode for oh. rehash. Because... Um, YouTube, right? Their their thing was, you know, Facebook too. Twenty sixteen, the election, you know, with with the with the uh, Hillary's emails, the media was a little more critical of Hillary Clinton, and that is what they think rose to Trump. So once Trump got in, you know, he he really did do a lot of damage to his country. Uh. And it, 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 it brought on this, this war on information where we cannot let this happen again. So YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, anything where free and free information's flowed, they want to cut it off at no, we cannot let quote unquote misinformation out there because it could lead to another Trump or a worse Trump, right? So they have to go. The authoritative, they think they're doing the right thing. That's the crazy thing. They think. I, I, honest to God, don't even think they are. I think that's how just how they like people that realize it. I think they just say that down as an excuse. Like, oh no, but you didn't like that guy that was right about like all the stuff he was saying, even though we told you he was crazy. Like, you don't like him. We we're doing it for you. It's like, no, they're not. That doesn't help anybody. Yeah. Like I mean, I, it doesn't help anybody because when you silence information, you could get some bad information out there. Yeah, you, and in fact, you probably will. But the majority of information you get rid of is going to be correct. I don't know if that was the case for Trump. Trump didn't like Sienna. No. If CNN disappeared overnight, would more of the information we lost be false or true? Probably true. At least parts of it. Well, see, I just think that's like, I don't, I'm, I'm not saying I, I want CNN to be totally destroyed, but I'm saying I think they are mostly lying. I think they push a narrative. He would say the thing. I think I think they distort facts. I don't think they use facts. 
<laughs> I just I just don't think they do. They distort. I mean, literally, literally every story they did about Trump, and that was like all their stories for about four years, uh, were just like wrong. Well, anything concerning Russia was wrong. Yeah, and that was the an incredible large majority of their content. And you know what, Nash? They still push it. Yeah, so it's like, I don't think you should get rid of any type of information source like that. No, I don't either. I, I think the viewership CNN has equally reflects how people actually watch them, because they're getting, like, nobody watches them anymore. Yeah. But it's, it's I because I wasn't rooting for Trump. I don't enjoy his character. But it's it's very disturbing when all these things that people said he was, like, crazy for saying are just like kind of accurate like they're pretty accurate because if you one-to-one trump and biden like trump just is a way better like incredibly better their policies are very very similar trump trump and biden on the border who's done a better job trump easily American infrastructure, who's done a better job? Uh, that's yet to be seen. Well, I know you've got all the uh, all the steel workers that want the tariffs to continue that Biden wants to lift. I know you've got the pipeline that Trump wanted that Biden destroyed. But he does have his infrastructure plan. Okay. And we'll see, and we'll see what that does. So I, I think when, it, when it's all said and done, like, no, Biden, because just because Biden doesn't want to do what Trump wanted to do doesn't mean his infrastructure is a failure. It just means he hasn't gotten done what he wants to get done yet. I don't think that's a fair critique of him yet. Okay, well, how about um, Russian allegiance? Yeah, Trump. Easy, hands down. It's only, it's only been 100, like 130 days. Yeah, easy, hands down, Trump. Trump staged, we, Trump staged a coup and, in South America to fuck over Russia. And, and if we want to talk... About something that infrastructure-wise, that Biden has just blatantly lied about. Daffy, when was the last time you got a two thousand dollars check from the government? Yeah. Although his his letter would say otherwise. Yeah, his letter. God, I, Jesus Christ. I wish I had my soundboard so I could play the goddamn sound clip. Next, <laughs> next week. Yeah. And uh, it's just it's. I don't enjoy it. And I know that's right. I'm not 100% right on that. There's a billion things you can critique and all that jazz. I'm just saying Trump said there was a cabal of people after him in major media and big tech, and everybody called him crazy, and then he's just 100% correct. Oh, he's 100% correct. Not only are they going after him, but people who think anywhere close to him. There was a group of 40 uh, 40 progressive groups calling for uh, cable companies to cut cord Fox News, disband Fox News, don't let Fox News be on the air anymore. That happened today. I saw. That happened today? Yeah, I saw that today. They're, they're, they're trying to push to get Fox News off the air. Oh, God, so that's how you know they're the most accurate news source. Oh, God. Yeah, and Fox News is bad. Like, Fox News is bad. It's really bad. They do push a lot of bullshit, a lot of culture war crap, a lot of non-news fake bullshit. 
Uh, Tucker Carlson is about 50-50 for me. If not 25-75, 25% right, 75% completely out of his mind. Um, but he, Fox News is better than all the rest from what I've seen. And that's a low bar. If we're talking mainstream. I would ask... No, I, no, mainstream, I haven't watched Fox News for a very long time. Like, I would ask those progressive groups, okay, why do you want Fox News off? Misinformation? Okay. Do you set the same standard? Okay, okay then my follow-up question, where do you get your news? Washington Post? Oh, do you set the same standard? No? Yeah, it's like, if you're going to say misinformation, then show me the misinformation. You can't just say that. Yeah. And you, if you're going to play the misinformation card, you got to keep that consistent with all news cycles, baby. You got to hold that accountable for anybody. And you can't, you just, you can't, it's impossible. There's too much information. It is impossible to control the flow of information specifically on the internet. It's impossible. You cannot do it fairly. It's impossible. Again, yeah. like people who are critiquing the CDC guidelines the up-to-date ones, by social media standards and their policies, they should be taken down for quote-unquote misinformation. And I don't think they should be taken down. I don't. I think you should question the CDC. I think you should be able to question them publicly on Facebook. And if you're wrong, someone can tell you you're wrong. If you're right, someone can tell you you're right. The only way to combat information is better information. Yeah, and I think I feel like the CDC this whole time is they didn't really know, and they would just say something rather than nothing. Yeah, and yep. that's kind of screwed them. They were like, "Listen, we cannot publicly say we don't know. People will lose their minds. We have to tell them something. What? Yeah. What can we concoct? What do we got?" Oh God! All right, this has made my head hurt. Yeah, Ugh, news. Nashville, we need another vacation. <laughs> We're back at it, baby. <laughs> All right, I think that'll cap off this very long episode of the. Uh, I'm gonna say you, mad bro. Of the. Of actually, we don't have outro music. I forgot. I just can probably take that marking off. Um, yeah, we're back. Uh, next week we will be back live. YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, wherever. I gotta remember how to do it. To be honest, um, and forever in all the places. Yeah, you, you know, if you made it this far, God bless you. Um, <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the jazz. Uh, Nash, I'm really tired. Um, I'm tired too. This is drain. I was so energetic for this. So I was ready, and going through this, it's just like wow. Oh, God. Just watch John Stossel, everybody. Just do that. He's a libertarian. <laughs> but we'll be Greatest back. Mo- <laughs> we'll be back next week, right when. No, wait, wait no. what? I was going to say, I thought you were going to say, we're back on the clock. I said, blah, blah, blah. Scratch that, rewind it, reverse it. We'll be back next week, but until then. We're off the clock. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs>